Welcome to Cab World, first off the rank for news, reviews and interviews from the world of taxi, private hire and chauffeur drive. And this is episode number seven. Joining me as ever is my co-host, William. How are things going with you, William? Hi, Lockie. How are you? Yeah, I'm good here in the West. How are things doing in the East? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Pleased to see that um, that spring is uh, is arriving and uh, there's good news slowly on the... Surely. Slowly but surely. There's good news on the vaccination front and um, yeah, there's, there's all sorts of positive news around just now. So I'm hopeful that that's uh, a trend that continues. So everything... Yeah, hopefully in the next month or so we'll start getting out of this and we'll start getting back to some sort of normality. And the taxi trade can get some more work going. Fingers crossed. That's what we're hoping for. So coming up in this episode, um, as ever, we've got the news section uh, where we'll cover some of the stories that are affecting uh, our trade. And then uh, we've got a what's on uh, section covering events in the UK and some overseas. So without further ado, we'll get straight into the news section. So our first news item is uh, about Uber. Uber has lost in the Supreme Court. They've lost a landmark case in the Supreme Court and must now classify drivers on its platform as workers. So the ruling entitles Uber drivers to minimum wage and holiday pay protections that previously they were unable to access because Uber classified them as self-employed. Judges in the UK's highest court unanimously upheld a 2016 employment tribunal decision that said drivers are in a position of subordination and dependency to Uber. Although the new decision will only directly apply to the 25 drivers who brought the claim against Uber, it will set an important precedent for how many millions of gig economy workers are treated in the UK. So that's uh, quite a significant piece of news, William. What do you what do you make of that? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things on that one, Lockie. I think um, first and foremost, the the difference between the Uber drivers um, and the taxi and private hire drivers, there's a number of differences. Um, the the taxi drivers that are working in private hire that's working out of offices. So these cab drivers, they can get paid from another. At different sources. Um, they'll have account work, but they'll also have cash work. So different people are paying them. And, you know, as a taxi driver, what have you, you decide the route that you're going to take. And therefore, that's, you take the most direct route, but you're deciding that. And these are some of the things that you're not really allowed to do with Uber. Uber was always the one that was directing you which way to mm-hmm. go, telling you how much your fare was. And you were only getting paid from one source, and that was Uber. So that, that I think, was one of the big differences. Um, and then Uber, I know I, I know there's a few people at the moment um, complaining the fact that Uber can just log you out. And um, a few of these uh, app companies can just shut you down and you don't get any work. And they don't seem to give you any explanation so I think if you get a number of complaints um, against you, then Uber tends to, and not just Uber, but other other companies tend to sort of log you out mm-hmm. without any explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other side of the coin is that I think it's going to make a big difference to gig workers altogether. You know, your your Just Eat, your Uber Eats, and these kind of people, um, they could go chap in the door looking for the same thing. Um, so. Somewhere somebody's going to have to come up with 
a solution to this problem because, yeah, there's a demand for all these services, but I don't think you're just eating your Uber Eats can afford to pay everybody um, the minimum wage plus holidays plus sick pay plus whatever other benefits go with it. So, yeah, there's a long, long way to go before this all gets sorted out in the end. It's def- definitely going to be one to watch. Uh, I mean, Uber, as we know, they're never uh, far away from the uh, from the news headlines. There's uh, there's often a story, and I think it's important to say that there there does seem to be a number of of drivers, obviously a, quite a substantial number of drivers who 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 like working for Uber. I mean, there's there's no getting away from that, and it's it's yeah. um, it's a popular service with uh, with passengers too. So. Um, but it's definitely going to be interesting to uh, to see how this uh, pans out and what impact it has, not just on our sector, but as you say, on the on the wider gig economy. Yeah, I think there's a long way to go in this. I think this still has a long way to run. But funnily enough, I see when you go on uh, the internet at the moment and you you type in looking for the Uber story, there's all sorts of solicitors um, flashing, flashing up adverts in. You know, if you're looking to get your holiday pay and your your minimum wage, come and see us, and we'll go and chat with Uber's door. And, uh, I suppose the other ones you've got Bolt and Lyft and a couple other of these um, mm-hmm. app companies out there. They'll all be getting their doors chapped shortly as well. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I don't see this being resolved overnight. Um, I, I don't. I wouldn't like to bet how it's going to go. To be honest with you, Lockie yourself. What's your thoughts? Yeah, no, I'm the same. I think it's 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 one that um, you know you, you just can never really um, guess how it's going to go. I mean, they 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 seem to be um, full of full of surprises, and uh, and they certainly keep uh, us on our toes. I mean, trying to second guess what their their next move might be is 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 virtually impossible. But yeah, we'll certainly watch it quite closely. I mean, another example of Uber being in the news is uh, is a piece uh, from from Brussels. Uh, Brussels has banned um, Uber drivers from picking up uh, rides through their their app, through their their driver app. So essentially, Uber drivers can no longer use their smartphone to arrange rides in Brussels, which effectively puts a stop to the app based uh, taxi system in the the capital. So, I mean that's 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 a that's a huge thing. I understand that the yeah. the local unions there are now looking for a more local alternative uh, to this, but you know it's just another example of of Uber being in the in the headlines. Yeah, I think Uber seems to. I, I think a lot of the countries now um, are looking to find out they, they must be losing a lot of revenue through taxis. Um, so the income tax all the drivers are paying, that, that's got to be going down. And particularly in these countries, uh, most countries are more uh, due to COVID. When this is over, they're going to be looking for as much money because the country's in so much debt. Mm-hmm. They're going to be looking for as much tax as they can get in. That's right. Um, so I, I believe this is sort of one of the routes that, that, that went down in Brussels is to sort of try and save the livelihood of the cab companies and the cab drivers that are there. Because... I know in some countries you don't have to have a registered taxi to actually be doing Uber work. I know there's a lot of school teachers and such like things are just going down with their app and um, signing on to these um, app companies. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. 
So there's one other um, story that um, relates to Uber to some extent, but it really stood out to me. Um, other side of the world in uh, in Queensland, in Australia, um, a piece about the uh, the drop, a plummet in uh, taxi plate values over there. So a standard Brisbane taxi license uh, back in 2014, the average price was $500,000, so half a million uh, dollars. But in 2020, they were worth just over $41,000 on average. So there's a massive, massive drop there. Um, <clears throat> though Uber, I, I believe, um, were having quite an impact uh, on that. And then more recently, you have the added complication of COVID as well, which is uh, you, you combine those those two uh, factors and you end up with taxi licenses that are selling for as little as three thousand dollars. So the value, <laughs> the value's absolutely fallen off a, a cliff, following intense pressure from Uber and other ride-sharing companies, and of course the the coronavirus pandemic. So a consequence of that, the number of taxi licenses that are changing hands has also plummeted um, from 69 uh, back in 2013 to only 14 in 2020, which just demonstrates how owners have simply given up trying to offload once was, well, a huge um, investment plan for their, for the retirement um, or whatever. But I mean, it's an absolutely colossal drop there from half a million uh, dollars down to $3,000. I mean, that's a that's a big hit for anybody to take. Yeah, I, I think what the, we've got to thank is said of these guys of um, the, they've got loans out for half a million and such like things. And, the, you know, the, they've got mortgages on these. They have taken these out over a long period of time. They have loans over 10, 20 years to pay this back, you know, it's horrendous for these guys. I really feel for them. I remember going back a few years, something similar happened in Dublin when they were, I don't know if you recall this, but Dublin was a way up there, what was it, 20 or 30,000 euros for um, a set of plates. And then overnight the council opened up and says, Emdot wants one, come and get it. That's right. And they just, uh, these guys had mortgages on these and what have you. I would say it's the same all over, though. I mean, I know here in Glasgow, the plates, uh, they've dropped like a stone. I'm sure Edinburgh is the same. You know, the value is just going right out of it. And the amount of black cabs that you see parked up in London fields and things like that, you know, yeah. they're just horrendous. It's, it really is. It yeah. really is, um, you know, particularly challenging. And, and I guess, um, you know, for those affected you know the the decisions they have to make are you know do you do you just accept it and and just get out of the of the trade or do you hang on in the hope that there's a bit of a recovery but you know trying to get these plate values from $3000 back up to $500,000 that's that's going to take some time <laughs> that's not going to happen I'm afraid no it's just not going to happen no it really um, isn't so yeah, yeah I mean, you've got to you've got to really feel for for uh, all those affected that is a, a huge hit to take absolutely yeah speaking with taxi companies all over I mean I've been a number of, speaking to a number of companies all over 
um, the UK, particularly Scotland, the last couple of weeks. And, the, you know, we're still in lockdown here. Um, and the taxi companies are just, the, the, they've got vehicles lying all over the place. Um, and, you know, they, they're looking for drivers, but there's just no drivers interested um, because there's nobody going anywhere. Hence, you've got vehicles that are sitting doing nothing. You've got plates that are sitting doing nothing. So, yeah, why would you pay big money to come into this business at the moment? It's just so dangerous at the moment. Um, no one exactly knows which way it's going to go. Well, that's right. And at the same time, while all these um, challenges are are, are, are facing, uh, you know, taxi and private hire drivers, we've got um, we've got other complications that are uh, rearing their heads um, in areas uh, such as Greater Manchester, uh, Birmingham, Portsmouth, and Sheffield. Those four areas have been directed by the government to introduce clean air zones. So this is to uh, to tackle uh, the environmental problems in in the area, um, and uh, you know on the the local roads, uh, and this affects taxi and private hire vehicles that don't meet emissions standards. Um, I'm not sure what the uh, the proportions are here or what the the numbers of vehicles are, but this is uh, this is another uh, challenge for uh, the the drivers that are involved in 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 this sector. You know, being asked to uh, change the vehicles for more environmentally friendly um, vehicle types uh, at a time when when they simply can't afford it. So they're trying to seek government help uh, with this. Uh, so I mean, you, again, you got to feel for them and and hope that the government can can assist either with uh, delays or some sort of grants. I mean, uh, what what's your thoughts on uh, on this, William? Yeah, I think that at the end of the day. It's great. Yeah, everybody uh, wants to buy an electric vehicle. We want to cut emissions. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's so challenging at this point to time. You know, go and get finance to change a vehicle. And and funnily, just on a, a note on that, I believe that the Chancellor done something in the back end of the the budget yesterday where he had advised the finance companies to extend the, the holiday period for people with cars Um so I know they're getting a bit longer to pay their cars and holidays from their cars because if they don't do that, um, no one's going to be able to afford to buy these electric vehicles. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the councils have got to come, you know, they've got to come to the table and say, yeah, we're going to give you an extra couple of years here to try and get back on our feet. Um, probably, I, I can imagine they will do that, but I think they're going to have to wait until such times as we're kind of out of lockdown and see... Uh, the government were predicting it's going to take two years for the country to get back on its mm -hmm. feet and back to mm -hmm. um, where, where, where we were. Um, the amount of people that have lost their jobs through this. Um, so, you know, that's a lot of work you're not going to have, Lockie. So we're going to have to just take our time and get some extended life in these vehicles that we've got at the moment to allow us to go and buy new vehicles. I think so. I mean, with fewer of them being on the road and fewer journeys taking place as well. I think, you know, that's got to be having a positive impact on the environment anyway. So, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, the, the, by consequence of things being so quiet, you know, the environmental issue is being addressed to some extent. So, yeah, that's uh, that's just a, another one to watch and uh, and hopefully we'll get some, uh, some positive news there about uh, further government support in that space. So, William, over to your side of the, the country just now. Um, some bad news uh, coming out of 
out of Glasgow, unfortunately. A decision has had to be taken to postpone the 75th uh, outing to Troon um, for a, a further year from uh, from this year until 2022. Um, so now scheduled for the, the 15th of, of June uh, 2022. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a tragic um, delay. Understandable given the circumstances, uh, William, but... You know, I think this is uh, an event that showcases the very best of uh, the taxi trade, and unfortunately, the, the the kids will miss out. Yeah, it's an annual trip that we've done for, as you say, seventy five years now. I've certainly not done them all myself, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, um, yeah, I'll be sadly missed. It's a great day out for everybody involved. It's a spectacular day. Get a big send off from Glasgow. Um, normally, the police band are there and the pipes and drums and what have you, and all the taxis are all decorated in different themes. The kids absolutely love it. Um, so many different local um, suppliers with food and biscuits and candy and things like that for all the kids. And, yeah, um, a few celebrities show up and sort of wave us off. So, yeah, I, I, it's normally a fantastic day out. But, yeah, sadly, um, due to COVID, that won't be taking place this year. But no doubt we'll be back next year. Back next year, bigger and better. Um, that's the whole penny. Anyway. Bigger and better, and yes, absolutely. Brilliant, brilliant. So, well done um, once again to uh, to the organisers there who do uh, such a fantastic job, and uh, yeah, we look forward to uh, to seeing them in uh, in twenty twenty two. So, uh, moving on to our final piece in our, our news section. Again, it's um, coronavirus, uh, COVID nineteen uh, related. Uh, just some uh, some tips, hints and tips uh, that have been released by the UK Department of Transport on safety screens for taxis and for private hire vehicles. So they've produced a list of um, things that should be considered. So the uh, the the screens must comply with uh, any requirements that are set by your uh, local licensing authority. You have to ensure that the screen is transparent and will not interfere with your vision while you're driving. Uh, the screen must also not interfere with the safety systems that are on board the vehicle. So, for example, uh, it can't get in the way of uh, airbag uh, compartments. So the screen also must not interfere with... Uh, other safety systems such as seat belts and uh, seat belt fixing points. And it's also important to make sure that the gap between the screen and the vehicle sides is kept to an absolute minimum. Um, otherwise, it would, I guess, render the screen pretty useless. So the other suggestion is that you choose a screen that can be cleaned easily between passenger journeys and it should be rigid enough that it doesn't move whilst it's being cleaned. And further advice is that the screen uh, manufacturer should be checked to uh, ensure that the material used is uh, neither flammable nor toxic. So sage advice there um, regarding screens. Um, any uh, any comments on on that piece? I think that I think some of the councils have got different sort of uh, regulations on the screens, but basically, um, taxi drivers are only putting these screens in. Um, to, for safety for both themselves and the passenger. Um, if you're a cab driver in one of the the the, the councils that uh, have black hackneys, you've already got the screen there, so great stuff for you guys. But um, 
bear in mind, there's a lot of taxis out there that are not black hackneys and some of the smaller towns. So they, that's where they require the screens to be put in. So yeah, just make sure you've got the right one that's not going to interfere with the safety of you or your passengers. Yeah, no, good advice. So what's on? What's on in the UK? We've got a few changes. Uh, the bulk is staying the same uh, for the moment, and hopefully that will continue. We uh, First off, we've got the LPHCA National Forum, which is scheduled to take place on Tuesday, the 6th of July, uh, 21, at the Emirates Old Trafford, that's in uh, Manchester. We've also got the same organisation, LPHCA, their roadshow scheduled to take place on the 30th of September this year also. That's at the Heathrow uh, Marriott in London. Next, we have the PHTM uh, magazine, Private Hire and Taxi Monthly. Their expo has been uh, moved from May to provisionally uh, scheduled uh, for September 2021. We don't have any more uh, information than that. So when we get some dates and further confirmation, uh, we will let you know. Um, but that's scheduled for the MK Dons uh, Arena in Milton Keynes in England. We've got a taxi expo uh, taking place in Holland that is expected in October 21. And we have the uh, Cologne uh, Taxi Trade Fair uh, also scheduled for this year, uh, but in November. That's November 21. Also in November 21, uh, there's a further taxi trade expo that's scheduled for Spain. Um, quite keen to know more about that one and uh, ideally visit that one. Visit that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, that, that certainly appeals. Um, good way to come out of lockdown. So, uh, yeah, there's a few things happening there. Um, obviously, uh, a, quite a fluid situation uh, because of the COVID situation that we all find ourselves in, but we'll do our best to uh, keep everyone uh, up to date with the latest information there. So that concludes our, our news section, our what's on section. So Can I just cut in there certainly. just a second? Can we just point out that although we are seeing the private hire and taxi monthlies in September, the website's still advertising May. Ah. So a number of people are going to come on to us and say, why are you saying September when the website website is saying May? But where our information is from Private Hand Taxi Monthly, it will be September and it will not be May. Is that right? That's correct. Yes, that's that's true. That yeah. came directly yeah. from the organisers who um, will hopefully get round to making their own website reflect that information. <laughs> Stop us. Getting, so uh, people don't come on to us and tell us how wrong exactly, we're Exactly, exactly. Uh, we get plenty other things wrong without uh, without that <laughs> being added to it as yeah. well. So, so, yeah, that's, I think, I think it from us. Um, so finally, uh, just want to uh, thank everyone for listening. And we've had some, uh, some really good feedback from our, our subscribers one of the things that we've been asked to do, would you believe, is to do our podcast on a more regular basis. So we've taken the decision to switch this to a weekly format rather than the fortnightly format that we're doing at the moment. So although the, the show might be slightly shorter in length, the content will be just as fantastic as ever. So we'll have more details on that coming up in our next episode. But um, uh, looking forward to this being a, a, a weekly session, William. Yeah. Great stuff. Uh, yeah, fairly looking forward to a lock and we'll get a lot more feedback. Um, remember, guys, we're on Facebook. If you want to contact us, you can contact us there. Um, and any subjects you want us to bring up or look at, yeah, we're happy to do that. 
great stuff. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we'll uh, be uh, back out with you uh, soon enough, and uh, and just stay safe. Thanks again. All right, cheers, guys. All the best. Thanks.